Welcome, everybody, to episode 52 of Disney with the Ducks. This is our one-year anniversary show. I can't believe we made it this long. <laughs> this, this was, you know, people who barely knew each other met in a corral at a race, and now here we are a year later, and um, we come out with some fun content every week and just get together and laugh and, you know, help each other out a little bit. So this is amazing. I, I don't know. I'm very excited about this episode. Um, so within the last couple of weeks, Jody posted some questions out in our Disney with the Ducks Facebook group, which if you're not a member, you should come join that for some fun discussion. Uh, but Jody's been putting questions out to, to ask us anything you want to know about us. Disney related, running related, completely unrelated to any of that. Um, so we got a lot of good questions from the community. So tonight we're going to try to give you an answer to each one of those questions so that you guys can get to know us a little bit better. And, um, you know, if you hear something we say that really strikes you or you have a similar interest, reach out to us. We're all available on uh, on Facebook through the group and through Messenger. So um, hopefully this helps us build our community a little bit more. All right. So we're going to start reading through the questions and we'll go around and I'll give our answers. First question is from some guy. I think we just got to kick this guy out of the group. Uh, Jeff Positano. Um, my question is, why have you guys not voted Gene off yet? Lonnie, you want to field that one? <laughs> well, it's, it's not for lack of trying. Uh, you know, I have built a case against Gene. I have lobbied resources, um, <laughs> advertised billboards, uh, radio ads, all saying ban Gene. But for some reason... Uh, he's slippery. He just stays in. I don't. I don't that know. Contract, I feel like a failure. That yeah, contract must true. be ironclad. Ironclad. Yeah. Exactly. He just keeps showing up. He's like Milton from Office Space. <laughs> yes, it's crazy. Yeah. And we all, all right. know, out of all the ducks, that Gene by far has the most Disney knowledge out of everybody. Right? Like that's without For a doubt. Sure. So, well, um, he keeps telling us that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you yeah. know. So. Uh, hey, but, we all bring a unique perspective to the show. So Gene's right there with us. Um, all right. Next one is from Maura Moira. I hope I'm saying your name right. I probably butchered it both times. But um, so she asks, love your shows, running and Disney insights and group banter. Oh, well, thank you. There you go. Um, what have you read, listened to, streamed or watched lately that you would recommend? So, Jody, do you want to kick us off with that one? Uh, sure. So I think you've heard John and I both talk before that we both loved The Handmaid's Tales. So that is something that I that we completed, or at least not John and I watched it together, but we, we went and watched it and talked lots of back and forth about it. Yeah. Um, I just started the second season of Your Honor, which I really like. Um, I think that's... Uh, shoot what is it showtime maybe i don't know but that's that's been a, the first season was really good and they just started the second season um so those are two shows that i like it's hard because i try to find shows that both tim and i like together and that doesn't always equal to the same thing so it's hard to do yeah it is it is um i've always been a huge fan of the amazing race so that's kind of a constant and i'm a sports girl so normally there's sports on in our house of some sort um let's see what else podcasts. Um, I've always listened to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me on NPR. It's one of my favorites. It makes me laugh. It's only an hour long. It comes out on the weekends. I love it. I, you know, probably that's probably the first podcast that I started streaming on a regular basis. And books. Um, I just finished uh, Dinners with um, Ruth by Nina T Totenberg uh, about her friendship with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So Ruth so that was my last book that I just finished. So yeah, there we awesome. go. All right. That's some good recommendations, Jody. And when you texted me about that, wait, wait, don't tell me one earlier today, I listened to it while I was cleaning around the house and yeah, I was laughing. I'm glad I wasn't in public because yeah. I, I would have looked like you probably books. looked in public. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an NPR <laughs> dork, as you can tell, like my book and my, my podcast were both NPR. So it, it, they got some good content. I like it a yeah. lot too. Um, Kevin, so what have you been listening to, reading, streaming lately that you'd recommend? So, so no big surprise, but almost all Star Wars. Um, for shows, I've watched Andor and started season two of Bad Batch. Uh, Andor, you know, I think is a new spin on some Star Wars content. I really like it. Uh, some people may not, but I, I like the fact that it's a little bit different, but still incorporates the Star Wars universe in a little bit different way. Uh, Book-wise, I've listened to a lot of books lately. 
that I can recommend. One is Dark Disciple. It's um, a book with um, um, Asajj Ventress is in it, and and that's a really good one. Then uh, Padawan, that's uh, Obi-Wan as a young Padawan and traveling. He runs away from the Jedi Temple and goes on an adventure. That's a pretty good book. And then uh, Shadow of the Sith. So Shadow of the Sith, I, I think I've talked before about, um, you know, the, the sequel movies or the, yeah, the sequel trilogy. The last one I had a little bit is kind of lower on my list. After going through that book, it kind of moves it up a little more. It fills in a lot of the gaps that the movie didn't flesh out. So uh, to me, it made the movie a lot better. So I would recommend that one. If, if, if you want to give um, Rise of Skywalker a second chance, I would read that book and then go back and watch it. So and what was the book called again, Kevin? It's called uh, Shadow of the Sith. Shadow of the Sith. Okay. Nice. All right. That sounds like one we should check out. Um, Lonnie, what about you? You know, I just finished binging um, Halo uh, way back. I know that's been out for a little bit, but uh, we got Paramount Plus and went back and, and I started watching that and finished that. Uh, we just started uh, Jack Ryan as well, the third I season love of that. that show. So, that is uh, good fired up to watch that one too i kind of you know go in sequence i wanted to do halo first and finish that and then go to jack ryan uh so did that also i've been streaming bluey basically non-stop so <laughs> yeah. i'm on yeah, um, I, I finished them all you know even the new episode so i've been i've been blueyed out yeah uh, grandson's in here just so we keep it on a constant stream um so that's been a you know the foundation of what I've watched, and then I kind of squeeze those other things in around Bluey when he goes to sleep. So um, Bluey is the best man. <laughs> it is such like, a good show. Yeah, Bluey, Bluey is. I mean, you can't go wrong with it. So uh, doing that podcast, you know, I, I, I tend to go with the, the old reliables, um, a lot of Disney podcasts, which I love. Also like Dateline and things of that nature as well. So mm -hmm. if I have a, a long drive for work, I'll pop in the Dateline because it just makes it that much more interesting for me. And for reading, you know, it's funny, I've been doing a lot of, um, you know, more around um, my men's Bible group. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we just finished the purple book. Now we're starting the in-depth look at Ephesians. So we're kind of reading into that, reading, you know, following Paul's journey and all that kind of good stuff. So that's been extremely interesting to me, just kind of getting a more of a different perspective on it. So uh, that's yeah. what I've been up to. Awesome. Nice. All right. Um, one po a podcast I, I meant to mention a podcast that I've really enjoyed and I've gone back and listened to when I've had extra time. And it's actually produced by one of our lizards, uh, Dennis Keithley. Um, it's called Podcast Stardust. So if you want to get some in-depth Star Wars stuff, go go take a listen to his podcast. It's really good. Hmm. Oh, I didn't realize Dennis had a um, a Star Wars podcast. That's awesome. Yes. He has several others too, but that that's the one that I gravitate toward. Wow. So then I can still text all my questions to Kevin and have him answer them all. No. <laughs> <laughs> my best. Kevin, I don't understand this. Explain oh. this to me. <laughs> what about you, John? All right. Yeah. So for me, um, something I've read lately that I really enjoyed was Michelle Obama's latest book, the light we carry. Um, it's a lot about like relationships and friendships and just making sure you're, you're being yourself. Um, that type of, of book. So a lot different than her, her kind of memoir from her last book. Um, but I also like, I just really like anything Michelle Obama does. So um, I kind of went into it probably a little biased, but I just loved it. Um, from a show standpoint, me and Katie have been watching a lot of Yellowstone together. We finally got all caught up on that and all the sequels. So just waiting for new ones to come out. But I love Welcome to Wrexham. And Jody, I was thinking about you when I was watching it earlier today. Have you seen Welcome to Wrexham? Yeah. Okay, that? so um, it's on Hulu. Rob McElhenney um, from Always Sunny. Him and Ryan Reynolds bought this oh, soccer club yes, in Wrexham, Wales. Yes. Yeah. And it's awesome. Like, I just love it. Now, all of a sudden, I'm this, like, lowest level English League football club fan. And, you know, like, I, because normally you Chelsea is my else. favorite team. But, yeah, now all of a sudden, I'm like, I I need Wrexham to win and move up and eventually get to the Premier League because I love these guys. Because yeah, you get to I know, like, all the players the and stuff. Sorry. Oh. The name uh -oh. of the show uh, escaped me. So, um, but I... 
Okay. No, yeah, because I was thinking about you because you guys all love soccer so much. Um, so that's a really good show just because it's cool. Cause I, I, and I'll be open. Like, I have a pretty big man crush on Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhinney, both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're both hilarious. Like, Always Sunny is one of my favorite shows. Um, so, yeah. So, I love that show. Um, as far as a podcast goes, um, I really like Armchair Expert with Dax mm-hmm. Shepard. Um I think they have such a wide range of topics. Uh, they talk to all these different people and it's, it's interesting getting to know these people that you only know from their characters on TV. And um, on top of that, he brings in experts in different fields of psychology and anthropology. Um, so it's really kind of cool. Uh, you get a pretty broad range of knowledge from that show. So that's kind of my things that I would recommend lately. And I think it goes without saying, and I, I think we should, put this out there that we all listen to the be our guest podcast. That's all. Oh, how sure. yeah. all yeah. Like I, I, none of us actually said that, but I think we should, we should put it on record. Like that. That's, well, that's foundational. That's, yeah. Well, that's that how is, we all came together. Like yeah. The foundation of, of that's foundation. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure that we, at least, in case someone doesn't know that podcast, who's listening to us, but that's definitely um, one that we all listen to and support. And um, so I just, just wanted to throw that out there. So. Good point. Good catch. Good catch. Good catch. Yes. <laughs> All right, so going to the next question, Jessica, she wants to know, what is the deal with not liking Thor Ragnarok? I'm still not over that. Jessica, we were talking about this pre-show. We can't figure out. We remember somebody said they didn't like it, but we couldn't that figure out me. who. Lonnie, that would okay. be me. Maybe it was I, me yeah. and Kevin talking. Not me, because I don't know what that's about. So <laughs> so, so Jody's going to be with me and saying that she didn't like it. Uh, I, you know, First <laughs> off, I, it's just, it, I think it was just a little too comical. Uh, you know, I like the dark Thor. I like like my favorite Thor, and I love Thor. But my mm-hmm. favorite was actually uh, the Dark Elves. So the second actual Thor, that's the kind of Thor I'm used to seeing. This one with the screaming goats and uh, yeah, no, that's that's the newest one. That's yeah, love and thunder. Ex- exactly, yeah. and that's why I didn't like it. So oh. I'm going at so I didn't like the screaming goats. I didn't like how it was too too much comedy in it. I think they kind of did Thor kind of a you know disservice. Yeah in that one you know to me okay. i mean like i said i just like the original kind of kind of thor thing right a little bit more serious that's so fair. uh so yeah. i like the funny one but i can understand that too yeah i can see you you one, actually yeah. like the screen goals yeah i like the i the newest one i liked but um like me and katie were watching it the other day and we we had to stop watching it, it got a little, a little too intense for what we're going through right now um mm-hmm. but yeah i liked that that was funny i thought ragnarok was much better though than love and thunder Yes, I just thought it was funny. Yeah, yeah. I think it was better. So I think I you know, no if you have to force rank them, second <laughs> Thor, first Thor, Ragnarok, and then Love and Thunder. Even uh-huh. Ragnarok was kind of out there, you know, mm-hmm. still, ha- but it still had a serious tone to it, right? At the, you know, so yeah, I kind of like that more. Yeah, but, Love and Thunder was just it was a two and a half hour Guns and Roses video, which I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, as a kid who grew up during the eighties, I loved that. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can I can kind of see where you're coming from there. So you guys All were right. like, I got a survey from um, Disney Plus a couple days ago, and I had to fill out all this information. And was like, what what you know that do you identify with? And was Star Wars and Disney and Pixar and Marvel and Marvel? I was like, way down here. I'm like, I don't even know Marvel. I don't, I don't even know. I watched maybe one of those shows. I couldn't tell you anything about it. But I'm like, the rest of them I know. I mean, I wasn't like Kevin level of Star Wars, but at least I know somewhat about that. But I was cracking up. I'm like, they must be like, what is this lady answering this question? She has no idea. I don't. No clue. Hmm. That's too bad. You got it. You got to at least. Well, yeah. All right. Um, okay. So Rick asked the next question and well, Rick asked because we have a, a Rick F as well. Um, but Rick asks, love the release, the Quacken segments, especially hope they continue now that none of you want to run dopey with my wife and I anymore. Was it something I said at the 5k? What did you guys do to listener Rick to anger him and his wife? I think it was that we, we, we said we were done with dopey. I think that's, that's, that's kind of the root of it. Well, I'll tell you what, Rick, I am hoping to run Dopey in 2025, so I'll run with you and your wife. I probably won't be able to keep up, but I'll try. I'll at least see in the queue or in the uh, corrals in the morning. Yeah. Rick, we're not done with you. Um, it's just the, the this was a hard Dopey. Not from really the race hard. distance, but it's just so dealing good. with the other stuff. So, you know, you know, when you're just kind of mad, just kind of like, you know what, I'm done. Uh, I'm sure, you know, 2025 comes around. If, if John wants to do it, you know, I, I, 
pull my arm. I may do it with him. But uh, so basically what I'm saying, Rick, it's not you. It's 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 us. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not, not you. you. It's us, Rick. It's us. That was a you're good, you're good with us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I've not decided on my retirement, but I don't know that we will be doing the release the Quackens again next year. Um, I'm not sure. We haven't really talked about it, so I just want to be honest about that, Rick. So yeah, yeah. And I know those those were fun when we were all Mm -hmm. training for something. But I know I like I had to drop out. We'll we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. But all right, going on to another Rick, Rick F. Mm -hmm. um, from the Monorail Tales podcast. Speaking of of podcast. Um, so Rick asks, what's been your favorite moment of podcasting in the past year? I mean, I'll say like, honestly, it's been the whole thing. I can't pick out like one moment. There's been so many times where I was giggling so hard that my cheeks hurt and I was crying. So I would say the outtakes, <laughs> I, the things the that outtakes you really don't hear because they're incredibly Man. inappropriate. Um, <laughs> those are, those are probably my favorite moments. <laughs> And normally it has to do with John saying something and giggling and then he turns bright red and then he laughs for the next 10 minutes. And then it, that's, that's typically the part, but I just like spending the time with friends and um, really, I agree though, John, it's your cheeks hurt afterwards. Like you have a really good time and these people make me smile. Yeah. And and I would go with Jody. It's just getting together with this group. I look forward to it throughout the week. Uh, I didn't have a release, (laughs) release the quack, having a release when we all get together on the line and it's just, um, I'm just, it's a great group of people hanging out. My best moment was when I almost got Gene kicked off, but at the <laughs> last minute, two of the people I convinced to get him off turned, it's like, let's give him another chance. So that went from being my best moment in podcast to being my most disappointing moment in podcast. <laughs> um, but the fight continues. All right. Kevin, what uh, about you? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of with, with all you guys. I mean, that, just so many different things. I, I don't even know if I could pick a favorite, but you know, the fact that we've been doing this for a year and you guys have helped me get out of my shell and do something like this. It's helped me in more ways than just, you know, getting to know you all and becoming family with you, you guys. But, you know, it's helped me get out of my shell. It's helped me at work. It's helped me at church. It's helped me throughout all my life, just being able to carry on conversations and, and do something that, you know, is outside my comfort zone, but started to become comfortable. And, you know, after a year, I feel, you know, I feel like it's been a great, a great thing to be part of. So. Yeah. It's definitely improved my life for sure too. Um, Just knowing you guys, not even doing the show, but then the show just provides so much fun. And just Mm -hmm. like you said, Jody interaction scheduled each week with friends, which I think we all need. (laughs) It's just good for the soul to, uh, to get together with friends and and talk about topics you enjoy. So, and I want to give a special shout out just because he's not on tonight to Jeff who um, edits all these. So all those giggle fests and things that (laughs) have to be cut because of various reasons, that's normally Jeff's job. So um, if you haven't had a chance to thank Jeff, Jeff is definitely, he, he deserves a raise on this unpaid podcast. So, um, I mean, do you really want to thank Jeff for removing all the hilarious things I say? <laughs> sure, it would cost us our family-friendly rating, but, you know. Oh, man, we'll be canceled or something, man. Oh, we'll be, sure. be like, it was a bunch of canceled ducks. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you guys, You guys really are the best, though. This is. Um, all right. So Rick has another question. Um, Rick asks, what one food item from Walt Disney World do you wish you could have at home so you can enjoy it whenever you like? One food item. I'll, I'll go first. I'm going to say I would want um, the churros from Nomad Lounge. I want those with their dipping sauces in front of me all the time. That's my one thing. Hmm. I can answer for Jeff. It's the mac and cheese at Nomad Lounge. <laughs> That's some good stuff, though. Oh, Nomad Lounge is the best. So two of two of the ducks have picked Nomad Lounge as their one food item. And mine, mine is probably the uh, Ronto wraps at mm. Galaxy's Edge. Just the atmosphere and everything. If you could bring that home too, a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be pretty solid. Man, um, Jody. Jody. This is tough. There's so many things that I love, but I think I'm going to go with the um, the ice cream and the warm brioche um, sandwich in the French pavilion, just because that's something I can't get at home and I won't make at home. So um, I 
think that's going to be my answer. There's so many though. It's so hard to pick. Uh, there's that macaroon ice cream sandwich too mm-hmm. in France that I'm going to bring that one home too. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm glad you said that though. Cause I forgot about that one. All right, Lonnie, what are you bringing home? You know, man, I would, I'm thinking the bread service from Sanaa, mm. but I've been really craving the fish and chips from Epcot. Oh, good one. I mean, I've been wanting them. So, I mean, literally, I mean, I'm like, I really want some fish and chips. And wife's like, you want to go with No, it's not the same. I want the fish and chips from Epcot. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say fish and chips. See, I, I thought you were going to say the popcorn at Epcot. <laughs> not anymore, because as we know, that, that popcorn, uh, I'm not, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna be. I think I'm cutting out that popcorn for a little bit. <laughs> uh, it's tainted. Right. That was tainted corn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's rough. That food poisoning from popcorn is always terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, and right. you know what, John? The bad, the worst thing about it is, at the race, we run past that cart, and on the oh, marathon, so I think I, it, it was open, and the guy behind there, like when I ran by. it, in the marathon, he was like this. <laughs> he, he's like, he knew what he did. <laughs> he knew. You know he what knew. you did. <laughs> Man. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so Donnie's asking us a question. He says, what do you guys like best about podcasting? So I think we kind of answered that one when we were answering Rick's question earlier. Um, so it sounds like we all enjoy each other as, as kind of the best part. Oh, yeah. All right. So we've got another John also without an H. Um, so there's now two of us in the group. Um, okay. So what was the beginning of your Disney fandom? And, you know, I think we did actually have an episode on what we love about Disney where we kind of all went through this, but um, let's answer John's question and, and put it out there. Like what really started this for you guys? Lonnie, you want to, you want to tell us what started your Disney love? Sure. You know, it's uh, my first Disney trip. I didn't go as a kid. Right. So but I did go. I bought my kids when in my family, I guess, when when my son was six, my daughter was three. And all we did, it was actually the week of Thanksgiving uh, is when they said that it was, oh, the best time to go because he read this book. And yet it wasn't the best time to go. And it was freezing and it was packed. And all we did was chase characters all around. Right. So I really didn't have a good experience with it. So we didn't go back for quite some time after that. Um, but then turned around, and we gave it one more shot and I went with my you know, with my wife and my, this time my daughter, because my son was out in school and it was just completely different. You know, we approached it different. We actually, you know, did a little bit more research, you know, and, and, and was ready for it this time. We didn't chase characters. We rode rides and uh, we took it easy. And from that point, it just was this. It was I was hooked. So it was different. You know, uh, I approached it. In fact, when we left, we left. I was saying, OK, I, we need to convert these tickets to annual passes. And uh, it's just been, you know, we've been there ever since, you know, and it's just been a progression, right? It went from that to multiple trips to run Disney races to DVC. And it just kind of, you go down that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think that's kind of how it happened for a lot mm-hmm. of us. It just, it, it spins out of control. Oh yeah. Um, Kevin, what about you? Uh, mine was, you know, like Lonnie, my first time going, we, we went like Jeff and went commando. And we wore ourselves out at the parks at the time. It was 1988, I think, or 86. And uh, it was Epcot and Magic Kingdom. And we uh, did that. But it was the the innovation of Epcot really caught me because that's kind of the way my brain works. And I love the the kind of futuristic kind of things. And at, at that time, Epcot was super, super futuristic, you know, for my little mind at the time. And that just, you know gravitated toward figment and that's where i you know he was my first my, i was able to pick up one thing from disney and that was that was my one thing that i picked up so uh, that's where mine began and i think kevin you mentioned before on the show that epcot and journey into imagination and figment kind of helped inspire you to become an engineer right 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 so yeah so that's that after, after i wanted to be a farmer when i realized <laughs> I <couldn't Right>. that. <laughs> Maybe I can make robots and the robots can farm. (laughs) There you go. That's perfect. All right, Jody, what what kind of kicked off your your fandom? 
Uh, we went um, twice when I was a kid. And um, the second time I was in high school, and that's really when I fell in love with Epcot, but I fell in love with the country part of Epcot. Um, I really loved exploring over there. And then, it had been, you know, it wasn't cool to go in college. So I, I don't think I went then. But um, I had a work trip when Tim and I were very newly married. Um, and we went to the Grand Floridian for work. So I was not paying for it. And, um, and that just really changed a lot. We just had a lot of fun being adults. Um, that's when Hollywood studios was MGM. And, um, I don't know, it was just fun to go as an adult and experience all that. And then we brought our daughter when she was three. And then that just kind of, you know, everything again, like Lonnie, it spiraled. That's what happens. It does. And, and that's what happened with us too. It was like, we went, I mean, my love of Disney as a whole started as a kid with the music from Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin and Little Mermaid. Cause those were just right in my wheelhouse. I was a band nerd and I loved that kind of stuff. So the music from those really pulled me in. Um, and then we didn't go to Disney until, you know, we went, when we lived in Florida, we went one day for my 22nd birthday and I absolutely hated it. So we actually left the park after about two hours and just went over to Universal and went to Margaritaville. Um, but then we came back when our kids were six and three, our oldest two. And I just absolutely loved it. Like it, there's a picture of me with Kara on my shoulders and we're watching the fireworks from the dessert party when it was in Tomorrowland Terrace. And it's like a blurry, not great quality picture, but it's one of my all time favorite pictures. Cause I just remember that day we did Kevin, like you talked about, I mean, we did commando, we got there, <laughs> we, we rope dropped and we had these two little kids and we went all the way through the end of the fireworks and it was wow. the perfect day. Um, you know, it was, it was just great. And ever since then we've been hooked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's seeing it through your kids' eyes makes just there, a difference. There you go. I yeah. think that's it. Yeah. 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 And and now here I am, the one that's begging my kids to go to Disney for vacation. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. all right. Um, next question. Rhonda has asked us a few questions. The first one is your ultimate dream vacation if money and time wasn't an issue. So I know Jody asked us this on an episode as one of our, our questions to lead off an episode, but we can go around and, and talk about, you know, you don't have to worry about budget or time or anything. Where are you going? Well, I'm going to focus this one because oh. it was, it, it was asked in the Disney podcast. So I'm going to focus on it and answer in a Disney ish way. I don't know if that was Rhonda's intention, but that's how, so I would love to do an adventures by Disney trip. I think those look absolutely amazing. Um, I, the itineraries are just second to not, I, I just think I hear nothing but absolutely amazing things. Now they cost an arm and leg and all the rest of your body parts to go to, but I don't know, maybe one day I don't play the lottery, but maybe I'll inherit some money from some long, long less relative and I'll be able to go on one. But yeah, that's, I think an ABD trip would be pretty epic. And, and of course I'd probably want to go to the one in South Africa, but that's, that's just, you know. And that's interesting. Cause I was going to say the same thing adventures by Disney trip, because it's it's safe, you know they're going to organize everything for you. You're going to do all the fun stuff. Um, so mine was going to be the same. It would have been an African adventure by Disney. Um, it really, I want to go though, like on a safari. So probably further north than where you're going. But um, same idea though. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Kevin, where would you want to go? Um, I, I think probably the Gal Galactic Star Cruiser. I think that would be pretty cool. I mean, that's one that you know, is basically like a several months of a mortgage payment to go, but, but they're, they've been dropping the prices lately. Oh, there okay. are sales. There yeah. are sales. It, maybe they, eventually it'll become a regular hotel that you can book and not have that, all the, if that happens, I'll uh, change my answer. <laughs> <laughs> but so you no, want to go for the full experience then, huh? Right. Right. Okay. Just once. That's that's a good, especially for someone who loves Star Wars so much. That would probably, yeah, that would be a good fit. I think Lonnie, where are you going to go? Okay, so my answer is a little different. Uh, like Jody, it is an Adventures by Disney trip, and like you, John, as well. However, I don't know if you guys remember this, but about four months ago, Adventures by Disney put out this special trip. It was Disney Parks Around the World, yeah. a private oh. jet adventure. Oh, you remember really? that? And it was and yes. it was only for 75 people. It was 24 days. You went to six countries oh and included God. all 12 unique, uniquely magical Disney theme parks, yep. as well as three iconic 
adventures that you take on that as well. I'm sorry, the TV. Uh, cut that out, man. So as well as three iconic landmarks, the Taj Mahal, the Pyramids of Giza, it's probably Giza, and the Eiffel Tower. So that's the one I would actually go on. Uh, but you know, the funny thing about it was everybody complains. I think it was, what, 100000 100, Yeah, $100,000 a person. But it didn't even reach the general public because it had booked up just by people that yeah. already, you know, went on an adventure by Disney trip. They get the book earlier. So everybody was saying, this is crazy. Nobody's going to get it. And boom, it was gone. Like the first day or something like that. So that's what I would, that would be an adventure by Disney wow. trip I would want to go on. I that, forgot about that one, Lonnie. That, that, yeah. And that, that is amazing. My answer. Probably because yeah. the, the the commas involved before the number was so, there were so many numbers involved. I just didn't even occur to me to even dream about that. So. Oh, yeah. Hey, money's no option around the city. Yeah, right. I will take you, you up know, on that. Like, you know. There you go. That's a great one. But that, yeah, that would be awesome because the global Disney yeah. parks would be so cool to visit. And we could find somebody, I mean, I don't know how, but wouldn't it be cool to find someone who went on that and interview them afterwards about their yeah. experience? Yeah. So yeah, if any of our Duck listeners have been on a trip like that, let us know and we'll or have know you on the episode. Sure. But also, I want you on the episode so we can become best friends and you can take me next time. Yeah, that's so right. Reach out. <laughs> I'm the shortest right. of the group, so I can fit in the luggage. <laughs> Just I mean, fit in there. You can phone me over. Yeah, I would not. No, no. Uh, this a six foot two man is not going to fold up into a carry on. The one time I'm glad to be five one. <laughs> Are you that short? I am. We've <laughs> met before, and I don't remember this. Yeah. Wow. I'm five one and three fourths on a good day. Wow, amazing. Yeah. Huh. See, we're learning new stuff about each other. Even it's just um, <laughs> challenged. Um, all right. So Rhonda also asks the best pixie dust a fellow park guest has sprinkled on you during a trip. Lonnie, do you have any examples or any any time that there's been pixie dust on a trip? Hey, man, nobody sprinkles me with nothing unless I ask for it. But no, <laughs> I, I, I'm having a hard time thinking about it. I don't know. It. Maybe oh, maybe your fellow duck who gave you a cup of coffee after the night that you didn't sleep for 36 hours or whatever yeah. else. I mean, maybe you that was what? a guest. Yeah, I was thinking a cast member. I didn't even think about that. I am no, so sorry. I think sorry. she was asking a fellow. Uh, yeah, park, like a, another a guest. guest. Like, oh, did anybody another... do yes. Well, you know what? It's funny you mention that because there was this time that I went to Dopey and we didn't sleep. <laughs> literally the whole day and literally we we got to the hotel slept for like 30 minutes and got up and had to go run a race and i got sprinkled with some some dust because jody went buy me a cup of coffee and that kept me running for that 5k so i'm gonna say jody b's special coffee perfect yeah that's a really good example of another park guest and that's with gene too i'm answering for gene okay uh, and our new contract, we're not allowed to be on the same show at the same time. <laughs> so that's why he's not on here. It's kind of like but, Batman and Bruce Wayne. You never see him in the yeah. same place. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm going to follow up on, on Lonnie's and Jean's. Um, and Jody is, you know, definitely helped me out a lot this past trip. Uh, I mean, and one really cool guy got me into an exclusive club upstairs behind the Millennium Falcon. Uh, that was super cool. I'll never forget that. And then got me on my first time on Avatar, Flight of Passage. That was fantastic. You know, that was that was definitely some pixie dust. Nice. All right, Jody. I have to give Tim any credit for those, though. So. <laughs> we can't be nice to Tim. I mean, the guy's a Buckeye fan. Come on. Oh, yeah. That would be misspelled. Um, you don't want it to go to his head. I mean, we got to keep no, going. No, I know. Yeah. We got to keep yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have seen some cool ones. Like, I remember back in the old Fast Pass days, the ticket days, um, people would, if they weren't going to use theirs at the end of the night, they would pass up their physical ticket to somebody else. That's probably one of the coolest things that I've, mm -hmm. that I've seen. Um, but then we have given balloons you know sometimes you're getting ready to leave a trip and your kid has a balloon and so you give it to another family um none of those have been big things but it's so nice to be nice to other people i know on some of the facebook groups now people will say like hey i'm checking out a such and such room and i have a half a case of water left would somebody like it um i, I so and those type of things i think are just nice um but you know i don't i don't know that i've seen a lot of guest to guest um 
you know, experiences. I know Rhonda talked about some in there, but I, I haven't seen a lot myself. She said that um, for her, I remember her response on this, that she was having lunch by herself at nine dragons on her birthday and someone saw her birthday pin and they paid for her lunch, which I just thought was oh, so that is that's just, awesome. That's just really yeah. cool. So yeah. it's nice when people can be nice. For sure. It is. Yeah. And I love nine dragons, Rhonda. You had a very good uh, choice of a restaurant for your for your birthday. Yeah. I still have to try it. I haven't either. I, what um, about you, John? Have you seen anything? So I think for me personally, the best one that, that has happened to me is uh, Carrie and Holly giving out the margarita. Oh, there you go. Of the marathon. Oh, I um, about that one that too. was, awesome. I mean, not only p- best pixie dust I've had at Disney, but that like made one of the best moments of my life just that much better. So that was pretty mm-hmm. awesome. And Holly braids um, my hair for the full marathon or she has the last two years. So that's, oh. that makes me happy. So. so they're getting a lot of love on this episode. Um, it, it, but yeah. It, so I, I want to give them some love too. That's awesome. John, you remember, now I remember you're right. That is special. Jody yeah. with the coffee on the first day and Margarita on the last day. Thanks, Holly. Appreciate you guys. Team yeah. Margarita. Oh, that's going to be double fisted, Lonnie. Yeah, those are fantastic. You've got the upper hand now, right there? <laughs> Perfect. All right. Um, Rhonda has another question, too. She wants to know run Disney race theme that we would really like to see. So, who's got one? I want to really- kick it back old school. I want to pull out either like rides that no longer exist. So, like a Mr. Toad run or something like that. Hmm. So I either want to go way old school and do rides that have gone to the, you know, rest in peace, Mr. Toad. <laughs> or I want to, um, I want to go through some old classic movies and I'm talking like old ones, you know, let's mm-hmm. dust off some of those, you know, this is where Gene would shine with all of his <laughs> love of, you know, really old yeah. movies. And he loves the really classic Disney movies. But I think, I think kicking it back pretty really old school would be, would be fun for races. Awesome. Plus, right. with, the, yeah. with all their, they're all out on Disney Plus now, so people can watch yeah. them all. And you could have a whole new merch thing with them, and all the excitement. And Disney can spin it so they can make a kajillion dollars off of it. But um, yeah, that's my idea. All right, that's a good one, Kevin. What about you? What what race theme do you really want uh, to see? Well, I'd like to always like to see Star Wars come back, but one that I've never seen uh, is a villains race. I think they could. That would be a really cool one where each race is a different villain. I think um, having that, I think they did a little bit of that with uh, Wine and Dine. Yeah. They did. Um, mm-hmm. yep. But yeah, I think there's a lot more they could do with that. Yeah. That's that's one that I think a lot of people want to see because that would be awesome. There's so many good villains. All right, Lonnie, what are you thinking? What race theme you want to see come out? You know what? I would love to see the Avengers come back. Um, that's oh, one they used to have them on the West hero. Coast. Yeah. So I would love them to bring that back. You know, um, do a super villain. Okay, super villain will work as well, <laughs> right? So, uh, so bring those back. Um, and didn't bring up. See, it's hard to do it at Disney World because of the whole Marvel on yeah. the East Coast thing. Oh, but, true. but you know, if 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 we can bring those back or just have those kind of throwback themes for the Disneyland races, the race that, you know, to Jody's point, let's have some of the rides that went away and then let's just have some of the races that went away. So maybe we can do a, the Star Wars since that's no longer in, you know, so we do that. And then the next one around, we'll do, you know, Avengers races. And then the next go around, we do something else and just keep going that way. Hmm. Cause then you said what the Tinkerbell was in. Tinkerbell. Yeah. Was in. Was in Disney times. Yeah. yeah, so we can do that one. So just alternate those. That'll be great. Well, and Lonnie, your point about the Avengers, that's one I was thinking too. And you know what? Honestly, that contract issue, that's a Bob Iger and Disney legal problem. That's not an us problem. So that's you, you, you know what? You, you know, you, you're, you're right. They got to figure that out. So because right. people would go nuts, I think, over that. Like oh, yeah. they, that would be amazing. Yeah. But what I want to see is um, a classic resort themes so like polynesian would be the marathon grand floridian would be the half uh, nice. contemporary would be the 10k uh, fort wilderness would be the 5k you know something like that i think that would be really cool and then you have the whole theme around the theme of that that particular resort so oh my gosh can you imagine though what it'd be like to try to stay in one of those resorts oh yeah race? i mean i think the prices would go short. yeah and they'd have all kind of unique merchandise and everything it would be pretty cool yeah yeah i like that so that's that's mine. I would I would love to see it mostly because I want a Polynesian medal. 
because I just love the poly. Um, all right. So next question is from Jake. How do you afford so many Disney trips? My wallet breaks just trying to go once a year. Like, Jake, this is America. Put it on a credit card and, <laughs> and, and, you know, pay your interest for 30 years and then let your kids worry about it. There you go. You know, as part of the estate. Pay it forward, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 On, on my bed, I'll be like, my dying bed, I'll be like, son, I give to you Disney debt. <laughs> There's a timeshare you owe 20 grand on and the credit card bills from the last 50 years are going to Disney. <laughs> um yeah i mean jake honestly how my family does it is we um we have dvc so we bought into that because we found that to be worth it and in the past we did annual passes um now we're we're cutting back on our disney trips because it's it's gotten a little bit expensive but yeah i mean that's how we've done it is is mostly through dvc and I think budgeting is really good as well. I mean, you know, you just kind of, you know, you're doing a trip. DVC definitely helps out because that takes off of the bulk of it, right? Which the the, the room charge and there's no parking no, and, you know, no taxes and all that kind of good stuff. You see how every year a Disney trip just goes up, right? You know, you mm-hmm. go back to our first trip and we stayed at the All-Stars and it was like $89 a night. And now, you know, your price is like $220, right? So yeah. DVC kind of, it, it, it's a lock-in, a hedge against that inflation, right? So... You know, that kind of helps out a lot. And then annual passes. So it, it really, you really, you know, you do those two things and invest. You kind of, you know, you're kind of good. It's more for what you're going to yeah. eat. And if you get a one bedroom, you have a kitchen, so you don't have to worry about that. So you can do Disney on the cheap if you do have an annual pass and a, you know, a DVC or something. Like that. Yeah. And, and that's how Disney gets you, I think, too. Because then you can say to yourself, oh, we have points. We have these annual passes. Let's go. And then all of a sudden, yeah, you're eating, eating dinner at Grand Floridian Cafe. And Nine Dragons. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, all right. I also pay a lot of attention um, to the, the gift card sales that they have throughout the year. So I know Best Buy had some over Christmas and Sam's Club had some over Christmas. And I think Target Red Card has Target, that. yeah. Um, I I take advantage of those. And then I I know the first day when we checked into pop for um, marathon weekend, I went with like six different printed gift cards and I was like, can you have these all to my account right away? So it felt like free money because I had already paid for it. But that way, if you're budgeting for a trip, you can, you can buy a gift card. Maybe every time you go to Sam's club, you buy a $200 gift card or something at a discounted rate. And then it doesn't feel so bad. I don't know. That's just... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, vacations are not cheap, but we're investing in memories for our children, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's how you prioritize too, right? Like my family, we don't do any other real big trips. We do a couple weekends and stuff like that here and there. But I mean, Disney is kind of our, our vacation budget goes 80% to Disney. That's just how it is. Kevin, what about you? Any other tricks or anything? Well, I'm kind of running low. I need to figure out how to grow another kidney since I sold that one to to go (laughs) the last several years. But anyway, no. Is that why you were in the bathtub for so long? Exactly, yeah. That's why you're in an iPad. You were a kidney donation. Man, that that kidney is tainted after the last trip. Uh, So you can't even get rid of it, man. It's just, it's still got popcorn floating around there, man. But seriously, one of, one of the things that I do is the Disney Visa card. Uh, you get yep. points on that, and then that can convert, you know, into a redemption card. You know that that helps save quite a bit. I mean, you'd be surprised how much if you if you use that card that that you can rack up in uh, Disney rewards. So yeah, and we're going on a cruise this summer, and I I have almost half of it paid for from a Disney redemption or reward card from using my Visa card. So well, and with that too, you can. Um you can book your trip through Disney with that card and it's zero I'm sorry. <laughs> but you can, you can book your trip with that card and it's 0% interest for six months. So if you take that $5,000, whatever, put it in your savings account, you get a couple percent. So there's a little bit of a, a benefit yeah. to you too. So yeah, there's, there's a lot of good with that. I, I use that card too. And, um, it yeah we we get those points and i love it because then i don't have to tell anybody i can go i can go to tambu lounge and, and get a couple lapu lapus and i don't have to tell anybody because nobody's gonna see it there you go whose dog was that? i don't know. I know that kevin it's crazy i don't think i have a dog uh, <laughs> all right maybe somebody okay. open yeah um next question is from julie 
If Run Disney ceased to exist, would you continue to run? Quick yes no. or no, Lonnie. No? no. Kevin? No. Jody? Yes. It, I'm a yes to. All right. So there we go, Julie. We're, we're split. <laughs> I, I think, I bet Jeff's going to say no on that one. So probably Gene, too. <laughs> Gene doesn't um, right. run when he's doing run Disney, so it doesn't make a. I'm gonna say <laughs> <That's> no. <true. laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Oh, <gasps> all right. <laughs> Jessica's got a question for us. Who's your spirit duck and why? So she's talking about Donald, Daisy, Huey, Dewey, Louie, maybe Scrooge or Launchpad, or go deep and choose Della or an earlier generation. Jessica said she searched a bunch of personalities and ended up right back at Donald. Usually easygoing, but has a redheaded temper, so her spirit duck is Donald. So what about you guys? Kevin, what's your spirit duck? I'm Donald all the way. Clumsy, you know, I hurt myself and get all upset and hurt myself again. And the kids laugh at me and, you know, yep. Donald all the way. The Irish temper, all that. So I couldn't have said it any better, Kevin. I'm the exact same. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the kids they make me mad and then they laugh at me being mad and then i get even more mad and then i like step on a lego and, and yep. it's <laughs> so <laughs> jody what's your spirit duck uh daisy um i can be a little bit a little bit girly when i want to be but i can be she can be a little sassy sometimes she can have a little little toot and i i can, I can pull that out when i need to but I, I i try to be a team player you know when you watch um um, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and all that stuff. She was, you know, she was kind of her and Minnie in their bow shop and that stuff. She was a team player for the most part, but I, you know, I can, I, I can, I can be a little uh, salty sometimes and so can Daisy. So, I, yeah. Daisy is full of duck sass. Yeah, she, there you go. She is. Not duck sauce, duck sass. <laughs> duck sass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, just know, like Rhino on the Diz always says. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know, she, you know, she's, she's a philanthropist. She's, you know, she's just awesome. Yeah. Who doesn't love her? Yeah. All right. Lonnie, what about what's what's your spirit, Duck? I'm gonna go with Darkwing. Because I like to get dangerous. <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey. All right. We got a good uh, couple of good answers there. That's a good All one. Right. Crystal is asking us our origin stories about when we first go to or first fall in love with Disney. Um, I think we kind of answered that earlier. There was a similar mm -hmm. question. Um so yeah, so we've we've talked through that, but Crystal, thanks for that question. Um, all right, Christopher is asking us who is the most athletic. <laughs> I've actually been thinking about this all day, um, and I think it's Jody. I think so too. I agree. That's I don't think it's a nice question to ask to try to rank friends and athleticism. So I'm not. I don't. I'm not. I don't think right. there's really okay. much I, of a I'll, question I'll do here, it. to be honest. Yeah, it's Jody. It's number one yeah. because she, you know, it's, you could tell from her runs. Um, all right. I haven't soccer even, and everything else. Yeah. yeah, I haven't I haven't run since uh you know January, what six, Maybe. seven, whatever day that was. I don't I don't did I run the marathon? I don't remember, but no, so I haven't ran since then. Um I would I'm second, I'm gonna have to go with Jeff, not because he is, but he kept reminding us that he's an elite athlete at the, the whole, yes. you know, doing the whole yeah. literally marathon weekend. Uh in fact, the first time he saw me, he was like, Hey, FYI, I'm a you know, I'm a elite runner. And yes, he did remind so us. I'm gonna go with him. Yeah. Uh, then I'm gonna go with Crawl because he would still run, even though uh, Run Disney wasn't there. So I'm gonna give it to him. And since you know, I was sick and Kevin was sick, I'm gonna put us toward the back. And then about 20 feet behind us, I'm gonna put Gene. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Oh, all right. Katie asks us, "What are Lonnie's photo bombing strategies? Oh. How do you pull off so many perfect photo bombs, Lonnie?" <laughs> you know, it's um, it, it starts early with training. Uh, I wake up at five each day. Uh, you know, to hone my skill set. Um, I just, you know, I, I make sure I'm, I'm always my head's on a swivel to look for people that are actually taking a picture. Um, and then, you know, once I see that person, then it's all about, you know, how do I get there? Mm -hmm. in time you know because you got to time it perfectly you don't want nobody to actually see you doing it so uh you know it's all it just it just takes time time and effort uh that's a great question katie thank you for asking <laughs> and let the record state that lonnie has never photobombed me ever that you know challenge of. that you know <laughs> of. i've yeah. i've gone through all my photos so i, I think that's a challenge to lonnie oh. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, dope, dopey. You know what? I didn't really photobomb anybody. I know. There's an asterisk so on can, this. There's an asterisk on this whole. This whole event has an asterisk on it. So yeah. we'll, we'll yes. catch you next time. Not at dopey. <laughs> at another event. Uh, <laughs> all right. Because I'm done with dopey. No. No. As of now. <laughs> there's going to be peer pressure. Um, all right. Patrick asks us uh, what I think is honestly probably my favorite question of all this. If you knew you only had one last Disney trip, what would be your perfect day? And I've kind of been thinking about this all day. Hmm. So I would, I, what I'm thinking all day is like, I'm going back and forth between, do I want to ride all the rides or do I not? And I settled on, I don't want to ride anything. I just want to walk through the parks. I want to go through all four of them. Take in the ambiance, the music, the smells, just everything. Eat some food and then see Happily Ever After at the end of the night. And that's that's my perfect day at Disney is just experiencing the parks and, and the, the soundtracks and everything else. So, Lonnie, one last Disney trip. What's your perfect day? Uh, you know, Chrome, it's, it's similar to yours, except I'm going to ride a couple, probably just two rides a park. I'm definitely going to go from park to park. But mine's going to be a little different because I'm going to spend most of my time probably in Magic Kingdom, Epcot, um, Animal Kingdom. And then hopefully I'm going to plan it where I have an after hours event and I can go into Hollywood Studios and then I can, you know, it'll be less people. Uh, and I, then I can ride everything in Hollywood Studios. I can do Tower of Terror. I can, you know, there's free snacks. So I'm going to probably eat my weight Mickey bars uh, and, you know, other and it's just my last time. I will get the popcorn, even though I promise you I was going to cut back <laughs> on that a little bit. I will get it for that. Um, and that will be my, my perfect time, my day at Disney. It, it'll, it won't until 1230 when after hours event ends, but um, that's it. Sounds good to me. All right, Kevin, what's your perfect day? Perfect last day. Um, I would probably set it up. We had one similar to this, but I'd like to pull it off again and get my entire family, both sides, with all the kids and cousins and all of us get together again and, and go, you know, just walk in the parks. I don't, the rides I'm, I'm not as concerned about. And then being with you guys, I mean, the most fun I've ever had at Disney has been running around with y'all. I mean, just. <laughs> Lonnie's eyes are sweating. That's weird. <laughs> must be a onion. Oh, it's dust in here, man. I'm getting get my wife to come dust in here. No, seriously. It's, you guys make it a lot of fun. And so. That's my perfect Disney day. All right. That's a good one. Uh, Jody, what about you? Um, I think I would go four parks in one day. Uh, and and because there are things that I love about each park that um, I would be sad if it was, if I didn't, you know, if I didn't get to try. So um, I, I, I wouldn't try to do a ride, every single ride, but I would like to, but it would, I agree with Lonnie. I'd want an after hours event so I could have, mm -hmm all that time um and lots and lots of coffee to keep me up because it'd be quite exhausting maybe a change of yeah. shoes too to get your, yeah. your feet yeah. into a different pair of gym shoes but yeah i try to do four parks one day hmm. all right sounds like all of us want to do visit a lot of parks even kevin with the running i mean we're running through all four of them in the marathon mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah. All right. Um, next question is from Anne, and she says, I'd like to know some of the funniest stories of going to Disney with five kids. Well, okay. So we've only been to Disney with five kids, I think once or twice, because Crosby's only a year and a half old. So there's not a lot from just having all five of them. But um, so, I mean, me, seeing me and my wife go through the airport with all of our kids, it, people have to just stand back and laugh. I mean, it's like literally she's pushing a double stroller that's piled up with stuff while holding a baby. Sometimes she's holding a toddler on her back. And then I've got just bags strapped all over me like I'm, a, you know, a Sherpa or something. Yeah. Like I'm just a pack mule. And I'm like sweating and running and usually yelling at children. Ah, what are you doing? You can't grab things out of the store and then we're going to the airport you know um come on keep up and yeah it's just there's there's a lot of yelling there's probably a lot of choice words uh being spewed out there um like one time we were going through tsa and we were running late because we had a flat tire that morning and it was middle of winter and um katie's got carly our who was our youngest at the time she's our third one and we go going through security she realizes there was a diaper blowout oh. and it was all over my wife's sweatshirt no. so we no. had to go through tsa and the oh. guy basically like looked at us and like, i've never no, yeah. no, no, no. 
<laughs> yeah. And then we got through. Katie threw away her sweatshirt, threw away Carly's clothes. And yeah, it was. And we had to like run into the bathroom, wipe her down because we were late. We had a flat tire. So that oh. was that one was one of the worst. And when we got back, I forgot where our car was. And it took me like an hour to of just walking around the parking garage at D- Detroit Metropolitan Airport, pushing mm. the stupid button, hoping it would go, eh, 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 you know? <laughs> so, yeah. That's why I, mean, I can't wait for your, your, your trip report for this next one, man. That oh, is just... no. <laughs> oh, and that one, I'm going to be driving down with four of the kids by oh, myself man. several days before oh. my wife comes down with the baby. Yeah. So, yeah. Carly's like, Carly's like, here, take care of this. Wow, that's a long drive. <laughs> that's a long drive. It's, yeah, it's uh, uh, about 20 hours, you know, so it's going to be great. Uh, so, Chris asks us, where is the best place on Walt Disney World property to buy chewing gum? Hmm. Well, Chris, you're not going to find any gum on Disney property. I'm sorry, man, which I'm sure you knew, and that's why you asked the question. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then what's the torque setting for the transmission mounting on a 1975 Ford Pinto? Uh, Kevin, you're you're the Kevin, only engineer on the podcast, so I, I try I tried to find it. I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, I'm sure it's in a pamphlet in the glove box of a trashed Pinto in a junkyard somewhere. But I'm just gonna say 125 foot pounds and see what happens. <laughs> Kevin, I love that you actually tried to look this up. Of course I did. That's me. (laughs) All right. So last question we have from our listeners is from Troy. And he asked, what's your favorite resort to stay at for run Disney weekends and why? Anybody want to take the lead on this one? I can start. Um, It's, it's maybe not the most luxurious hotel or resort, but you know, pop century is very, very solid for a race weekend the, the bus service, the food, um, being able to get in and out, get some food, um, being able to get to pretty much anywhere you want to go inside the bubble. I mean, it's a great spot. Um, you've got the, the Skyliner right there. I mean, it, it's once I got the Skyliner, that, that became quickly my favorite, um, especially for a run weekend. So I was going to say the same thing, you know, for the, especially when you calculate or you factor in the price of that resort versus some other ones. And, and if you're coming down solo or, you know, just with a group of friends, you can't beat pop. It's, it's got a great food court. Um, mm-hmm. The Skyliner is amazing. And you have access to a lot of the amenities over at Art of Animation too. So uh, to me, it's, it's the perfect place to stay for a race weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, I've stayed at Coronado twice and pop twice um, Coronado on the tower uh, for two different race weekends. Uh, and I, it's lovely and it was great. And the bus service there was great. I've actually heard not great things about um, some of the nicer resorts for race weekends, because I've heard about the bus. Um, mm. If it sh- shares different resorts and maybe you're third in line that it, you're waiting a long time for the bus. So I've never had a problem with pop. They've had eight kajillion buses waiting in the morning for pickup. I'm staying at Riverside for a princess. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I've never stayed at Riverside before, but because it's princess and it's my princess's birthday, we want the royal room. So um, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I, I think pop is, I actually even think now that we're DVC, I think we'd probably still stay at pop because the price, when you look at points price and that price, I think it still is a better idea to save your points and um, stay at pop. So yeah, I did that, Jody. Uh, last marathon weekend, I I didn't use their DVC points because Pop. I mean, I, I think it was around two hundred dollars a night for mm-hmm. for the weekend, which is amazing for Disney, especially. Yeah, yeah. and and I agree with you guys. Um, I, I've stayed at Riverside. I think you enjoy it, Jody. It's just you know, it's it's I, Pop is just to me the way to be. I, the the literally, I love the the Skyliner. Uh, to your point, Kevin, the food court. Uh, Jody has me hooked on those bagel, oh, bagel. Uh, bacon, bacon, bagel, bagel, cheese, and the tater tater sandwiches now and the tater tot. So, yeah. I mean, that's awesome there. Uh, so, yeah, I think Pop mm. just, um, you get two parks on the Skyliner. Pop's the way to go. And Jody, your point earlier about um, some of the other resorts, like the deluxe resorts, we've stayed at Polly for Princess Weekend um, a few times. And one time it took us, 
or it took me after the half marathon almost two hours to get back on the bus. Wow. It was insane. We were like, it took us a while to get loaded. And then, you know, you, we sat in traffic forever. It was crazy. Um, like to the point where Katie thought something was wrong because I was in a like dead zone for my cell and I wasn't able to answer. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, that's something to consider too is bigger resorts are going to have more buses yeah. and more frequency and that kind of thing. Yeah. So I, I think one I would wouldn't want to be at is it's one of those ones like Caribbean Beach when you have a lot of different bus stops, right? Oh, uh, yeah. We've heard horror stories about that from yeah some of our lizard friends who's been there. Um, like I said, Riverside wasn't bad because you know they drop you off at the front. So uh, where we we're staying, I guess it was easier for us to get there. But uh, and all Coronado was the same because Coronado was huge. Coronado they was only had one. They only had one stop for. Um, run Disney race events. So if you were way out in the ranchos, you had to walk all the way up to the tower to catch the run Disney bus. It didn't make the loop, at least for pickup, it didn't make the loop around the resort. Right. Um, so. mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and all, you know, and we talk about pop, it's a difference between pop and like the musics as well and all star music and movies because with those as well, I mean, they, they're usually those buses get packed as well pretty quick. Um, so yeah pop to me perfect you know. yeah and it's uh, to me like the price difference between pop and the all-stars isn't nearly enough to make you want to go down to the all-stars right so mm -hmm. for me i mean pop just makes sense because for twenty dollars to be at a, uh, a much nicer resort that has the skyliner it's yeah. totally worth it now All right. i stayed at boardwalk for the springtime surprise and it was pretty good too Mm -hmm. uh, you still have to catch the bus, but the best thing about it is, you know, hey, just access to Epcot, right? You just mm -hmm. walk into it. So you, basically you have an international food court. So I, I really like that one as well. But like I said, if it's it's hard to get in there because that's a seven month window for me. And I just had a, you know, a wait list come through. So usually I will, I will still book at, you know, a DVC, my home resort, but I end up still booking room at, at Pop and going over there instead. So I, I kind of, do this little trick when I waitlist another one because uh, I don't want to be at Animal Kingdom for it, even though I hear great things about it. I just never stayed at Animal Kingdom for a race. So, uh, mm -hmm. but you know, Boardwalk yeah. Beach Club, I would do that too. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of good options there for yeah. Oh, yeah. the re resorts that that um, would be good to stay at for a race weekend. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's the, those are the questions we got from the listeners. So. Thank you so much to everybody who submitted a question to us. Um, we really appreciate the engagement on our page and it gets some good discussion going and hopefully everybody got to know us a little bit better. Um, Cause I know that's always fun when I'm listening to a podcast and you learn personal things about the hosts, it's, it, it makes it more of a personal experience, right? Um, so thank you everybody for asking those questions. Okay. All right. Um, so now we are going to go into the one year anniversary anniversary <laughs> version of quacking up with the ducks. And I, I don't know if any of us thought this was going to last. I, I don't know if we thought the show was going to last, but definitely did we think quacking up with the ducks was going to last. And it's been one of my favorite parts. So because it's, we're talking about an anniversary and it's a measure of time. Uh, my joke is what's the problem with eating a clock? It's very time consuming. <laughs> <laughs> And it's hard to if you want seconds. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> All right. Lonnie. Yeah, I got a question. What did the accountant say while auditing a document? This what? is taxing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one for Jeff. <laughs> I, I did that for you, oh, Jeff. We're yeah. getting into tax season. Yeah. Or, while we're into tax season. Oh, man. All right, Kevin. So as an engineer, I'm always looking for ways to improve things. So I, I made a pencil with two erasers. It was pointless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good one. All right, Jody. We're sa Hopefully we're saving the best for last. Oh, I don't know about that. Um, but uh, mine's, well, I was supposed to be celebrating football tonight, but unless I'm a little sad instead. But um, what did the receiver say to the football? Catch you later. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening to us for 
a full year worth of weekly episodes. Um, we really appreciate it. We're having a lot of fun doing this. Hopefully that comes across, um, you know, and, and I think a lot of our answers tonight were just the fun we have together hanging out once a week. So everybody come over to our Facebook page, Disney with the ducks. Um, just join in some of the fun conversation there, provide tips to people, share pictures of your trips. Um, ask any questions you have too. And, and the community will help you answer it. Um, and you can also give us a five-star review. We really wouldn't mind if you took the time to do that. Um, you know, if you want to give us a one-star review, I, I would say just send Jeff an email and um, you don't need to put anything star wise on, on the apples or any of the other places. Um, but no, if you really love what you're listening to, share it with your friends and um, go and give us a, a good review so others can find us. And with that, I think the only thing left to say tonight is Quaharini. Peace out, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye, friends. I Good idea. Always thinking this guy. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I didn't think we would hit a year. No. I didn't either. I'll, I'll be honest. Wait, so, I have uh, a question. Has anybody gone back and listened to our first couple episodes? Because it's hard. It's not in a while. <laughs> Are they bad? Yeah. We yeah, really pretty much sucked. It's bad. Yeah, what's it's bad? Really Sound quality or us? Everything. Like, we're all everything. awkward. Nobody's comfortable. <laughs> we're all, yeah, it's not <laughs> well, We lose us. We suck again. <laughs> we got a lot of practice. So we, we got better. We got to start. Practice. Practice. I mean, we've done a lot of things, though. So, uh, like Gene last week and me this week. Okay. See, that's why you got to just become a Lions fan. We don't have to worry about it losing in the playoffs because we don't make the playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs? <laughs> <laughs>